Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and the triumphant return of producer Don McClain. Hey guys. What did you do on vacation? Oh gosh, well, my daughter couldn't make it to come oh. to visit. She, oh, that's a bummer. You know, she had surgery and I think she was a little overzealous in her planning. She's like, wow, I have... Uh, this recovery time off, and she thought she was going to be able to make it here, but her doctor said, no, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be in the car oh. for nine Don't do hours. Don't huge route, road yeah, trip. Yeah, that's yeah. not good uh, for recovery. So she couldn't do that and uh, wasn't really in the plan or budget for me to go down there because even mm. though I'm going home, you know, I'm bringing MC for the first time, so I'd have to budget. Yeah. Oh, sure. Have to, you'd have to you go just, see It's things. an unplanned trip, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we did things like we went to the drive-in movie. Oh, Which, fun. you know, as a morning show person, that's just not possible. Right. Yeah. Even on the weekends, right. because you have to recover the next day from being yes. up until 2.30 in the morning. So, we did that during the week. Um, they were playing Inside Out and Empire Strikes Back. Oh. What? Wow. Excuse me. Back to back? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you're there. You get there. Because you have to line up. It's such a popular thing right now. Yes. And even on, it was a Sunday night. And you can't go until the sun goes down. You can't watch Yeah, you movie. can't. Exactly. So they start the movie at about 9.30. Wow. But you have to get there to get in line. Some Which one did you go up, to? Uh, Lake Elmo. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. The Valley High uh, wow. drive-in. So you have to line up like at 6 p.m. What? Yeah. And okay, so I'm, I'm out right, right from the start. At least, I mean, we got there at 5.30 and we were, the, I think, the sixth car. And that's on a Sunday night when people have to get up. And go so on the weekends, it's even worse. Wow. And then you're there, you wait for three hours, which we all have Nintendo Switches. So we're all gaming in the car. Right. There's okay, a fun. lot of great people watching. I mean, so, yeah. Really? Oh. What's the, what's the bathroom situation there? The bathroom situation is porta-potties. Okay, that's what I figured it might be. Figured it might be. Yeah. But, you know. Now, did you stay awake for both movies? I did, actually. But you know what? I had, because I wanted to stay awake, I had some caffeine, guys. (gasps) I had to do. Wow, how'd that Uh, work out for you? It's great. It kept me awake during Empire Strikes Back, which was the second movie. Oh, yeah, so makes we were sense. up until 2, 2.30 a.m. What'd you do? A Mountain Dew? or? Uh, what did I do? I think I got... Like a Diet Coke? I think Coke? I got a Diet Coke. Okay. Yeah. Wait, oh. what was the concession uh, situation? Well, uh, they have social distancing that I want everybody to do, and they want people to wear masks, but that was not enforced, and I would say 10% 
of people were wearing masks. Wow. Like one out of ten people. Were people staying oh. in their cars? Yeah, no. No, mm. people had were grilling and they stuff. they made you usually they cram in in normal times. There are two cars in between each pole, but they made you keep a space in between. Got it. So people mm-hmm. were grilling out. They were doing those things. OK, uh, you know, we were very much stayed in the car and okay. then we would go get snacks for MC's kids. So the concession stand was open. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't coming to you. You no. did have to go to them. Oh, okay. yes. But we were wearing masks and getting weird looks but you know whatever you just have to ignore that stuff yeah you do yeah. you in that situation i have a question in regards to uh prior to this time off you were moving there were boxes it was mm-hmm. a whole thing how how do you feel in that because that can be a oh. process that kind of ends or kind of never ends it feels like it's never gonna end but i made so much progress last week oh, all of my clothes which is a big deal are over at MCs wow. now. All of the rest of them, like winter stuff, is in my storage unit. And I kind of, I, I basically got, I would say, the majority of it done. Okay. So this weekend, the movers are coming and moving every all the furniture out. And then I give myself a week to clean. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Because you okay. want to get that deposit back, you exactly. know? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was a productive vacation. And just it's honestly not ha- just not having the pressure to look at celebrity gossip stories. Oh, it's and, the best, oh, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? Just to not even pick up your phone for like eight hours. Oh, it's so it's great. It's really good to just like deeply disconnect. Yes. You can, you can really unplug. Yes. Donna. What? Stop doing the weird vocal fry Sorry. thing. Sorry. This early in the show, it's frowned upon. Well, we're really happy to have you back, yeah, Donna. Oh, thanks. Our thanks to uh, Hope and Brother Rob, who both uh, filled in. Right. But it's it's good to have the gang back together yeah. again, too. You got it, buddy. Steve, you do any smoking this weekend? You bet your bottom dollar, sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. I How's stayed up going? until almost 2 a.m. last night. No way. Just looking at, like, well, we watched a late movie, a weird movie, I'll tell you about today at 11 o'clock. And then we were just sort of, like, kicking around. And then I started watching some more barbecue videos. And how do you do this? And can you smoke a turkey? And then I started, I bought rubs. I bought five gallon buckets. I made pulled pork yesterday. Two two pork uh, pork butts or pork shoulders, or whatever you want to call them. So we made those yesterday, and I learned it was an education. It was not a home run. The ribs went really really well. This was not a home run, uh, but I, I figured out what went awry. So it was enjoyable. Did you smoke anything this weekend, Donna? Um, I did not. Thank you for asking, though. I did have some pork chops with sauerkraut yesterday. Oh, you gotta really well. get the kraut. The kraut is good for the, the gut. It's Ew. good for your gut. Oh, you're not uh, into kraut. I used to eat it with my dad. I pretended to like it because oh, it was yeah. something we did together. Oh, I love oh. sauerkraut. He'd be like, Don, it's time for sauerkraut. And I'm like, yay. And I would sit next to him and just go, oh. choke it down. Yeah. Oh, and I finally really told sweet. him, like when I was 11. I don't know. Oh, really? This. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Get out of my isn't, house. Isn't it nice to like get older and not give a crap, you know, and just be, feel confident the enough older to I say, get, I don't like the that. I, the less I care. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's something very freeing about freeing, that. Indeed. Indeed, guys. I All returned right. to uh, the Twin Cities Live studio today, too. I was going to ask, since no, you you're weren't. back in the studio, why don't you bring us some food? I haven't had food in so long at the studio. Rarely do they bring food in, but it happened to be the last two weeks, Elizabeth was getting fed like a queen while I just sat there. I'm talking about you. 
Bringing uh, well, us some smoked ribs. Oh, you mean that? Yeah. You know, Donna, here's my concern about bringing you ribs. <laughs> I would try them. There's an old saying. It's like throwing pearls before swine. And hear me out. Rude. Hey, the swine refers to the ribs. It'd be like throwing pearls? swine before something that really doesn't have an appreciation for swine. I don't know if you'd be a rib lady. I would certainly try them and judge you. Yeah, your it's your critique skills. that I couldn't take because you have a mic access to a microphone, and I think an un uh, a, 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 let's say a, a biased approach to your your palate. I don't know if I can do uh, it with you, go. Donna. All right, fine. Whatever. I didn't mean it anyway. All right, when we come back, we're gonna have some things that made us go, huh? Huh? You'll never guess, Donna, what was invented by accident. You will educate us on that, and then I've got. A handful of crap that you legitimately don't need to know. Mm. <laughs> so stick around. <laughs> Things that make you go, huh? Next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don't Don't know what that noise was. Here oh. we're just. Oh. Are they I here? did singing lessons during the quarantine. Can't I, I, I for my money back. <laughs> what? Still going on. So keep up with that, please. Things that make you go. I like a happy accident. Who doesn't? Oh, uh, right. Pea bags were invented by accident in the year 1908. Really? Mm-hmm. How? Thanks for asking, Steve. A salesman in New York sent samples of tea to people in silk bags, and they assumed that they were supposed to put the whole bag into the pot. Oh, cool. And the trend caught on. That's interesting. Right? Thank you. Bye. Hmm, where to start with my crap? (laughs) I got a whole... You know what? I'll start with this. I'll start with death. Okay. In 1923, a jockey suffered a fatal heart attack during a race, but his horse finished and won the race. <gasps> what? Wow. Making him the first and only jockey to win a race after death. Oh my God. That, <gasps> wow. So he just kind of slumped over and the horse just kept going, huh? You betcha. Wow. Yeah, coming around. I'm, I'm, I mean, could you imagine That's what the so announcers sad. didn't know? I know. I understand. Man. Okay. It's amazing that he stayed lifeless. on the horse. Maybe yeah, he didn't. Is. Maybe he fell off and got trampled. Donna. What? Oh, my God. Don't add in super story. dark things. <laughs> my story was dark enough. Dark. <laughs> Don't make it more dark by saying, well, maybe he got trampled. I think that would be part of the story. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't have buried that. I don't know. Jeez, buried. Buried. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so dumb. Oh no, this is I I find it true. When you were uh, kids, did you do the thing shotgun? Would you always call shotgun? Not until I was like in college. I didn't even know what shotgun oh, meant. Really? And why do we call it shotgun? You're about to find out. I knew it. Too it was cool. the source of so many arguments in my uh, family growing up. And then my mom had to make a rule 
Like it has to be in sight for you to call shotgun. Well, and why wouldn't your mom be shotgun? Well, she was driving. Oh. My dad was on the road. And the cats in the cradle and the stairwell <laughs> Listen to this. The term uh, shotgun was you. <laughs> the term shotgun was used to refer Wait. to the. <laughs> Last week on vacation, what those lyrics meant. And so oh, that's why a, I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. What? It's a it's a sad what do song. You, you I get never to that last listened verse. to him before, and MC was like, "It's about a dad." This is you know what this is, Steve. This What's is that? her this is her pina colada song. Because you didn't know what that was about until many years ago. When I discovered, I listened closely to the, if you like pina coladas, and I was like, like, son of a gun. (laughs) I just said it was about pina coladas. And turns out it's, you know, a couple going through hardship, reaching out in like a classified ad, only to find each other responding to the ad. Both wanting to cheat. Yes. (laughs) Normally a really sad, twisted story, but it kind of ended cute. Done. I... Our uh, Facebook question last week, we had one that was like, I'm embarrassed to admit blank. Oh. That would have been a perfect response because mine was that Josephine. Oh, I heard in the promo. Joseph and Steve's like, it is? What? I had no idea about this whole male and female equivalent of names. Oh. (laughs) You didn't miss much, (laughs) John. Oh, man. Anywho's all. Okay. So the term term shotgun. was used to refer to the guard who sat next to the stagecoach driver way back in the day. So the guards would use a shotgun to keep robbers and criminals away. So it's made it, it made its way to society due to Hollywood's love of Western flicks. So sitting shotgun meant you had a shotgun. I, yeah, you got a lot of responsibility. On. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not just you control the air conditioner. <laughs> and the you radio. You shoot off criminals. Isn't there a house... Like a, a type of house that's called, oh gosh. A shotgun house? Yeah, like a shotgun. So you, which means you got a clear shot from the front door to the back door. Uh-huh. Oh, is that what it means? Shotgun? I believe so. Yeah. Or like a shotgun kitchen. It's a narrow, rectangular domestic residence, usually no more than about 12 feet wide, with rooms arranged one behind the other and doors at each end of the house. Yeah. How about that? We are learning things today, guys. I won't remember. This is good. This is good. Good lesson for people. It's a fact and a lesson. One habit of intelligent humans is being easily annoyed by people around them, but saying nothing in order to avoid a meaningless argument. Right. That's a sign of intelligence. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. because you're aware of... You know that you're sitting next to a total buffoon, but you know that it's not. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To ben- it would not benefit your life to engage them in a meaningless argument because you find them annoying. Just huh. sort of let the let the blowhards blow hard sometime. Okay. Know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to bring something back to brand. Nice. And it has to do with entertainment. Mm-hmm. I was about to do one about the periodic table, but go ahead. Okay. Originally, Steven Spielberg was developing the movie Cape Fear. Mm. And Martin Scorsese okay. was developing Schindler's List. Oh. Neither oh, one no. of them were into their own project, so they decided to trade movies. Really? Isn't that a fun fact? Wow. Wow. Things so fun you almost move. wonder if it's true. It but is. But I guess sometimes people, and, and you know, there will be people who get a script, they get access to a script, they shop it around, the studio talks to their director friends, mm-hmm. nobody can do anything with it, then it goes to another studio who gets the rights to it, so yeah, I guess, I guess so. Get a peach. Grill a peach! Eat a peach! peach. Uh-oh, I'm gone for a week and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's this, actually this a is... deep cut from last year, I don't know why it just came up. Oh, because we were talking about grilling peaches and you said, you know, get Oh, but a... why did it come up you just now? You said get us something and they oh. think, get a peach! <laughs> The only letter that doesn't appear on the periodic table is the letter L. J. Oh. Okay, now, Dawn is uh, watching alone. Yeah. I want to know what your take is. Have I set the bar too high? We'll dig into that when we return on Dawn and Steve. TV talk. I have a television. <laughs> no intro TV for this one, is there? TV talk. And I watch it. Intermittently, sorry. I would like to hear Dawn's opinion of Alone because I watched a few episodes and I... Don't say anything yet. Oh. Don't color her opinion here. Okay. Let's let's let Dawn start because I I have a hunch, Donna. Mm-hmm. But let's let um let's let Dawn start. Dawn, how many episodes of Alone? This is the History Channel show that um, we recently got into, binged the first couple of seasons, and it's essentially individuals on an island who are then just uh, forced to try to survive all alone. Run your own camera equipment. You're not seeing other contestants, nor do you know how many others are still left. So that's the the premise of the show. Dawn, you're in it. What do you think? I wish I was watching it right now. I love uh-huh. it so much. <laughs> Is it really like gripping? Yes, it's great. So I went back to uh, the History Channel website to watch season one because you yeah. can watch it on both Hulu and Netflix. That's how popular it is. Whoa. But it starts on, I think, season three and then on Netflix season six. Yeah, I think you're so right. So I'm yep. like, I need to see this from the beginning and see the origins, which, by the way, you can watch on the History Channel the first two seasons for free without awesome. even having an account. Oh. I love it so much. I, I want to watch it right now. I want to <laughs> binge it. Like, I love to binge shows. MC is not a binger, and even he wanted to watch three episodes yesterday. Oh, really? So what do you love about it? I love that... You have, this is the most extreme survival situation type show that there is. Like you said, they do not have a crew there. It's extremely 
dangerous territory because of all the predators. You have uh, 7,000 black bears. You have like, I don't know how many cougars on this island. You have wolves. It's so wet. It's so it's so critical in these shows to be able to make a fire like that's the first thing on Survivor, which I've watched a lot of seasons of Survivor. Love the show. Um, You have to start making a fire immediately. That is critical to staying alive because you need to boil water. But they're in Vancouver and, and they talk about that. They get up to 12 and a half feet of rainfall each year there. So just starting a fire, which is like a number one, I got to do that is really difficult. And some of these locations where these guys are dropped, they some of them have an advantage over the others, I would say, because they have like a beach. And some people just have marshy land. They're yes. in the deep canopy of essentially a rainforest. Um, and, and you find out that they, um, I think in season two, they just tell, they, they inform you like on screen, because they'll pl- pop up little pop-up video style facts throughout the show which is helpful yeah for for all of us (laughs) the non-survival experts um but they tell you that they just randomly draw they have the contestants randomly draw where their location will be which is why in vancouver for instance one guy could be like oh my goodness there are bears around me and then someone else can go a long time without seeing any kind of you know predatory Mm -hmm. wildlife ah okay that'll be something to look forward to it's so interesting to see the human element and how the brain yeah. breaks down. Oh, I was yeah. surprised at some of these contestants who dropped out yeah. in the first day. I mean, within the first five days, I think you lose half the contestants. It yes. was shocking to me. And they all cry. I know. And I love that. I want to see a man cry yeah. oh, on watch camera. Alone. These guys that are like, I did two tours in Afghanistan and I'm in the military. I'm a survivalist. And they're just like, I just got to get out of here. I yeah. can't spend another night. It's it's just shocking. Uh, yeah. But I still would want to do the show. Hmm. It is a it's a very interesting yeah, internal struggle that they go through that gets revealed more and more. As seasons go on throughout the season, episode one, everybody's sort of, all right, let's do this. And then by the end of a season, you have seen people go take such deep dives into their own psyche. Okay, so I've binged it. Don is binging it. Uh, Donna started it. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. All right. That's what I was too hoping. Too slow what? for me. It just too nothing. Slow. And then they skinned an animal, and I didn't want to see that. And I just, it just is not my jam. What yeah. season are you on? I don't know. Five. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. She'll jump right in. Yeah, I just I just randomly picked I got to pick the TV show that Rumi and I watched and he huh. was like, "Ugh, this is awful." <laughs> He's like, "Why are you making me watch this?" I'm like, "Cause Steve loves it so much." And I didn't my dog. So now he's mad at me. A he's walked around, "Oh, he shouldn't have. Steve yeah, ruined my it viewing." It just night. they were just wasn't enough happening for me like i was on my phone then i was on my computer and then i threw in a load and i was like see some now this i kind of expected this so i'm not surprised by this take (laughs) but sometimes i think if you go into it with a throwing in a load of whites mentality i didn't then you never you never engage you gotta sit and watch an hour episode just that not anything else to really i can't believe you watch this dig into it kids Oh, the the kids were the ones who discovered it. My nephew was at my parents' house, 
And my dad loves anything on Mount Everest or the outdoors, whatever. Yeah. So then uh, they started watching that show and were loving it and then tore through it. And then that word got to my other nephews and then that word got to our house and we were just tearing through it. The kids, well, mainly my son, uh, the girls are hit and miss on it, much more miss than hit. He just loves it. Just can't get enough of it. I oh. guess, I mean, if you're into camping and yes. things like that, I am not. Um, so I I don't know. And then keeping up with everybody, it's like, oh, God, now what's this person's backstory? And it was just not interesting enough for me. I'm uh, sorry. Well, you know what? That's okay. At 11 o'clock, I'll talk to you about a, uh, a movie that I, I think you've talked about. I think oh. you liked. Or if you didn't, if you mm. haven't seen it, I would imagine you would like it. And I thought, oh. What a crap show this was. We'll talk about really? that movie at wow. 11 o'clock. Well, I'll t- here's another tease then. That's at 11. At 10.15, uh, we'll go back into nature because you are not going to believe this video that I watched before we came on the air today. It is was, it real? It is. It I is. look at it. Is it real? It has to be real. Why would it not be real? Because... The, the, okay, ten fifteen. We'll talk about yeah, this, right, yeah, right, this bear video that's circulating. It's terrifying. He, this is the kind of dream that I have with, with <laughs> encountering wild animals. All right, let's say no more. We'll all say, right, say no more because otherwise I'm going to spill all the beans all right, right fine. now. All right, um, Steve. I have a question. Would you ever want to be on the Alone Show? The, I yeah. Listen, when I watch things, I want to do things. Yeah. In the same way that, like, I, you know, was watching mountains on a cruise ship one day just as we passed and said, I want to climb Mount Everest. And then everyone that I've come (laughs) in contact with since has laughed at me and said, you would die. I do think that it would be really interesting to do it. I don't think I could do it. There's a part of me that wants to believe I would like to try it, though, Mm -hmm. just to see if you could figure it out. But I will tell you this. You know, if you, you get there, you have 10 contestants dropped on an island. If if your biggest problem is starting a fire night one, that's a big problem. If yeah, your biggest yeah. problem is starting a fire and dealing with the sounds of a bear near this makeshift camp oh, you've Lord. set up, that's a real problem. That would just, I think it would scare me to my core. I'll tell you this, we started season three. They oh, moved from wow. the Vancouver Islands to Patagonia. And I'll just oh. tell you this, in the first couple of episodes, they come across full skeletons of animals that have been <laughs> devoured. And then oh they come gosh. across scat, what they believe is puma poop that has bone and fur in it. Uh-huh. Because pumas, their 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 jaws are so strong that they can crunch right through bone. Oh. Point being, <laughs> there's some real dodgy stuff in season three. New things in the Can't world we... of predators. Well, maybe that's what I'm on. Season three? Maybe? And then if you're in Patagonia, you're in season three. I think it was Patagonia. Um, and then I guess season five, I hear, is a um, like a second chance season for oh, people who have great. made it really far or who have tapped out um, early. I think you really need to be in great shape. Yeah, to do this. I would love the challenge of trying to do this, learning everything about it. And I, I've done not something like this, but I have been at a remote, not a campground camp out in the woods, five miles by myself for three days. Oh, and, whoa. And, you know, taken a flint with me and done whoa. all of that and started a fire in that way. That oh is my. terrifying. 
Yeah. It's fun. You I, hear the wolves, they're howling. Oh, no. The coyotes, and they're coming closer, and you're like, ah! I wonder, I wonder what the, um, what do you call it, the the thing you have to sign? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Discl- the, I wonder the, how thick the that is. Yes, the release. I wonder how thick that is. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you know, I was talking to my wife as we were watching this this Puma in season three, and I said, you know, producers have to. I know they, of, of course, they don't want it, but you have to be prepared for someone to die. Yeah, or be maimed. There must be some way that producers from far away have access to video or something. Because yes, like otherwise, like when you leave your dog at you the... You think uh, they have access to video? <laughs> well, here's, here's what like I'm thinking. Like the game cams or something? May, maybe so. Because my, my thinking is this. Let's say you die of a puma attack on day three. Mm-hmm. And then all other nine contestants uh, end up tapping out. And then they come to you thinking that you've won because you haven't uh, tapped out yet. And then they get to your island only to find your skeletal remains. Nice, Steve. Do they have GPS trackers like on their ankle or something? I mean, honestly, they'd have to... You know, they I know they have it with their phone, with like a, their the their satellite, satellite phone, phone yeah. that, that beacon that they can put out. And it's really cool, too. I know we're uh, up against the clock here. One of the cool things about this show, though, just like Survivor has, we will put out the torch. You know, there's that, that visual cue that you have. <laughs> when you see an aerial shot and a speedboat coming, and it's just open water, and then there's just wake behind the speedboat, you know that someone has dialed their phone and tapped out. And it's just now this really cool scene as seasons go on where you're like, oh, here comes the boat. Who tapped out? This is very Hunger Games. Love it! Yeah. 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 Oh, I loved Hunger Games. Oh, man. I'm hey, hungry. <laughs> What's for it lunch? It is no game, girl. No <laughs> salad. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, say something. I saw something. It's so stupid. So stupid. Two Grown men bickering. Bickering. Bicker. Me no likey. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll tell you who it is and what they're bickering about when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and producer Don McLean at your service. Mm-hmm. Get a load of this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Stupid. I'm on Mickey Rourke's Instagram right now. Uh Uh-oh. He's got a gram? He's gramming? (laughs) He is gramming. 67-year-old actor who we really haven't heard from in a long time um, is... In a feud with Robert De Niro, and it goes back like 30 years. And do you remember when they were doing The Irishman, when De Niro was doing the yeah. Martin Scorsese movie? Nice. Um, that, I think that movie is still still going. <laughs> <laughs> it's that long. It is so long. If you started it when it was released, you're in Act 3. Right. Oh, man. Anyway, so he put this picture of Robert De Niro on his Instagram page, and it's a really old one. And he basically says, hey, Robert De Niro, that's right, I'm talking to you, you big bleeping crybaby. A friend of mine just recently told me that a few months back, you're quoted as saying to newspapers, Mickey Rourke's a liar, and he talks all kinds of bleep. 
Listen, Mr. Tough Guy in the movies, you're the first person that ever called me a liar, and it was in the newspaper. This is so weird. Isn't this weird? This is weird. Like, why are you bringing this up now, and why are you doing it publicly? Because he just found out something that was said two months ago. Like, okay, looks a little weird to bring it up now. Right. Like, are you just trying to be talked about? Um, He goes on to say... Marty Scorsese, great director. (laughs) He wanted to meet me for a movie with Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Chris Walken, and Robert De Niro. This was a while ago, right, when this movie was coming out. And then he said this on some Italian TV show. And he said, the casting person told my manager that De Niro said he refused to work with me in a movie. Mm. And then he goes on to call him a punk ass. Whoa. Um, But according to producers... This comes from um, De Niro's people, okay, like his uh, manager, said Mickey Rourke was never asked to be in The Irishman, nor Ooh. was he ever even thought of, discussed, or considered to be in the movie. Oh, that hurts. Wow. So, I know. So, this is going on, and it's public, and it's so dumb. You're 67 years old, Mickey Rourke, and I don't know how... How old De Niro is, but he's got to be in his 70s, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grow up. This <sighs> is weird. You know, Mickey Rourke, think back to the, when The Wrestler came out. What was that? Oh, nine? That was good. Part of that was uh, filmed in my hometown. Is that right? Yeah. Right down the street. Like, literally, you could see my house from where they were. Wow. No I way. Grew up in. Yes. Wow. Man. But anyway, enough about me. He had hit such a um, <laughs> such a high there. You know, like he had like this second coming. Yeah. It was yeah, and everyone was uh, was loving him. I mean, I don't know. He was nominated for the Oscar. I don't think he won the Oscar no. that year. So good. So that that came was such out a good movie in two thousand eight. So like he's fifty five at that point. He's doing great. He's gets uh, an Iron Man, Iron Man two or three. He gets cast as. Oh, I, think, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was cast as like a bad guy in one of the Iron Man sequels. Cool. But it's just weird to. I don't know. You would think that some of those things might give you a little little security or, I don't know, a little confidence in yes. yourself. To just like, hey, you know what? I've had my, my high moments here, and I'm not going to go to an Instagram feud with Robert De Niro. I don't know. Yeah, it just seems a little just feels weird. Like a weird. Even though Robert off. De Niro is also very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Outspoken. Sure. Oftentimes. Like yeah. on Twitter, he's extremely outspoken. So it'll be interesting to see if he responds to any of this. God, and Mickey Rourke, damn, why the plastic surgery? He was such a good-looking guy. I only really ever knew Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler on. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So you don't know about well, he doesn't nine know and nine and a half weeks. weeks. Are you so? kidding? No. Look at, do you even know what that is? No, I don't even know what yeah, you're referencing. Don't ever watch it. You would be appalled. It's it's, um, it's a sex kind of Kim Bas. Is it Kim Basinger in that? Yeah, weekend? she yeah. is. It's about a guy and a a man and a woman who have a love affair, mm. and with, they with, do things like uh, they have a threesome with food. Yeah, they have like <laughs> no. food sex. They also no. have this weird sex in an alley where this dirty. All I can think of is that dirty drain water is coming down onto them. And it's like, ew, that's gutter water. This is ew. gross. <laughs> I did not enjoy that it's part. It's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very, not barbaric. That doesn't sound right. It's just, 
Animalistic. It's very raw, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Robert De Niro, 76, by the way. <laughs> 76, okay. Joe Pesci, 77. Clint Eastwood, are you ready for this? Uh, 90. 90. Whoa. 90. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. You got to watch it. That age will sneak right up on it you. It sure does, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. All right. Anyway, anything you saw that you'd like to say something about? I did see a little uh, highlight of a uh, preseason I don't even know if you call it spring training, a baseball game. You know, the uh, baseball season is set to Begin. kick off Yeah, this week. Yes! I saw a, uh, was it a Yankees-Mets game? And they cut to the uh, crowd. Sure enough, cardboard cutouts. Cardboard oh, cutouts is That's what I funny. saw. You know, not every stadium is doing it. Some seem to be doing that, having more fun with it. Others did they not. Do stuffed it was, animals. They've, they've done stuffed animals in a South, a South Korean baseball league. I hope that more stadiums just embrace the silliness because the empty Plants. the empty stadium is kind of i don't know it just looks it's tough just looks weird and not great and then you know a lot of these stadiums are piping in fake crowd noise like and crowd noise i don't mind it there was a problem though yesterday something happened with the noise that they were pumping in and then imagine just loud feedback somebody's up up to bat they're ready <laughs> hey three two count here and then yeah, that'd be a problem. And it lasted, I think, for like 30 seconds. I mean, they're oh. trying to figure out how do we put this out. So a modern problem that you wouldn't anticipate. But then again, I, I, I had this situation again yesterday as I watched these cardboard cutouts and then saw people hitting home runs in totally empty stadiums, and then the ball just bounces around. Usually it's all fans diving over each other trying to get the ball. You just see these lonely balls bouncing oh. around out there. And I thought, is this real life? Is this year real? Is this a prank? I know. It just feels feels very weird. I just have these surreal moments every now and again where it's just like, this can't be. I did hear that there's um, there were some good results with the first round of a vaccine. Yes, forty. I believe forty five of the forty five people who were tested in this controlled test all responded positively, developed antibodies, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they were very pleased. Yeah, so it about might be that. I mean September, October, not out of the realm of possibilities. Really? Yes. Listen. Uh, give it to me. I want it. I want I know, a vaccine I and I want it to work and I want us to resume our normal programming. Hey, getting back to sports for a second. Sure. Minneapolis comes in at number five for the best sports city in America. Oh, right. Boston is number one. Philly, San Fran, Chicago, then us. And the crowd goes wild. Feedback. Whoops, sorry. (laughs) I will be back with some uh, music news, and Dawn also has a dirt alert up next on My Talk 1071. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.